One of my social media friends, Jason, he's a Tantra teacher, amongst many other things, and he and I had a little interaction around consciously uncoupling, and this has been with me ever since then. Thank you, Jason. And the whole idea of it is that when you know something is ending, instead of creating shit so that you can use that as an excuse to leave or what have you, to actually recognize it and to honor the other person, even if they've done things that, you know, go against you and your values, etc., etc., whatever it is, to just for the psychological benefit and the energetic uh, influence of what leaving and how you leave someone does to you and your future and whoever's coming in next. Um, To leave with love, to do this sort of almost ceremonial thing of uncoupling from the person by, you know, being with them and actually giving them what you were grateful for, what did work, what you loved about them and you know, because there's a reason why you fell in love. There's a reason why you were together. You know, even if things, you know, really took a downward spiral or you stayed in for too long and you should have got out, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> All been there. This is a poem around a time when I was sort of in betweeny, let's call it that, and I hadn't properly consciously uncoupled from others and the impact of that on the person that I was with became very strikingly unfair, let's call it that. However, it was what it was, and this is the poem around that time. Feels like forever since I've been in love. Look at me, acting like I'm starved. But is that what we do? Reason with the positives as if they will ever outsmart our knowing that there's something more? Or is it the longing of a residual of what-ifs? What if I didn't give up that other one, the one that I sent away who pledged to give me the sun and stars just to run beside him? Or the one that wrote me songs that Bowie would have bowed to? Or the one that built me altars in the ether and could summon the forces to remind me of my power? It wasn't fair to him to bring this up. I had to clear it in myself. In each, there has been immense value as there is in him. I unrequited myself into aloneness, even as I lay next to the one called my lover. It can't be right, allowing another to devote the blood of his life to your cause, when you assess the relevance of his every moon cycle or less, of course, he senses it. Women aren't the only ones to feel the things. He notices it in my increasing lack of touch, my meager extensions of intimacy. Surely he must hear my silent sigh of relief when his extended goodbyes and I love yous are finally complete and I can be alone with myself again. I tried to pull the trigger before, but a bout of end of the worldness and borderline breaking downness leads to hopefulness as leaps are made via the evident threat of loss. Not my intention. I intended to give it my best shot until it compromised my joy and then bow out with kindness. No one is disposable, and yet being with someone who can be detached and still love must be a challenge for those insecure without striking displays of overt obsession. Quote, Five of my long-term relationships, the woman threatened to kill herself if I left. Unquote. Y'all, don't wait up for me. No one is worth that. 
I'll choose solitude in a heartbeat, and it's a miracle you're even here to see me in all my moods. Reasoning is such a bore, a reference of excuses and anticipated rattling off of standard prose to somewhat guilty outweigh the growing cons. They say when you know, you know. Cue, reason. But he tries his best. When does the cynic suffer enough at its tough observations and just receive the man for what he can give? It's a known fact that we all show our best when greatness is assumed. Right now, I am assuming he has a defect. Shit. And what do you think I'm getting back as a result? Another proverbial they once said, If you want a man to be a man, <clears throat> stallion in the bedroom, don't treat him like a girlfriend. Tell your girlfriends your problems, not him. Okay, I found that a tad dated. However, I get what he meant. Translated into energy speak equals keep it light and hot and all will be well, sis. Don't make him into something he's not. Is solid advice. Be that as it may, I thrive on love. The love that makes you want to be your sexiest self and write poems about how peaceful they look when they sleep. To feel held in the other's maturity and wisdom that blurting out half-formed ideas and tangles of awareness will land on ears that know what to ask and when to pause. And all that comes from the courage to communicate. Surely there's a rightness in this domestic element of quietly growing unattractiveness. Seems kind of weird to end a poem like that, but really these different shifting awarenesses around how we function in relationships is kind of a question, like an open-ended question. We learn as we experience through, through relating, right? Since then I've really realized that it's either creationship or nada. If we're not in creationship with our partners and our lovers and the ones in our lives, then again, what is the point? <laughs> so maybe you all find the right moment to leave, the right moment to honor, and to not um, sit on that, you know, consciously uncouple, if necessary, and or be willing to just be an allowance of where the other person's at and not have them need to be where you are. <laughs> so many options on how to perceive, isn't there? <laughs>